we have Christians who will have that alcohol, right? That's a little bit more like, I guess you could say controversial because it's like, I can, because it's, it's, it's free, you know, I have the law of liberty, I could do it, not all things are, all things are per, uh, uh, lawful, per, for me, lawful but, but not all... beneficial. Right. And so that's a little bit more of a controversial statement. But let's go into what you just put in your body. Forget alcohol for a second. Let's Talk just put that aside. Food. Talking about food. Because a lot of Christians will, you know, when I became a Christian, I was a smoker before I was a Christian. I was a cowboy killer. Lots of Marlboros. Gosh, those were horrible. Uh, Camel unfiltered. Also horrible. You know, coated my lungs with some great stuff there, right? Cancer sticks, we Cancer call sticks. Um, they were called other things, too, which Nailed. we won't go into. No, we won't, because I did it once. <laughs> the British called it things that the Americans find uh, offensive. Uh, coffin, <laughs> coffin nails. There you go. But the point is, once I became a Christian and gave my life to the Lord, I didn't do that anymore. Um, but I gained. <laughs> I, I felt del- I was delivered. Of that as well. I was delivered of cigarettes, but I gained. I went from 155 pounds to 187 pounds of fat because I replaced cigarettes with God, but also food. I'm glad you said that because (laughs) quit not smoking doesn't make you gain weight. It's what you do in lieu of smoking. And this is where there are Christians who have put aside alcohol. Praise God. There are Christians who have put aside perverse speech and cursing and all the lewdness and all that. They put aside a lot of different things that they've wanted to be vessels of honor for the Lord to be used by God. But then they've replaced this where in Christian circles, I think it was, was it Tommy Barnett or was it Jerry Seville? I think it was Tommy Barnett talking about the chicken. Was that Tommy? Pastor Tommy? I don't know. Well, either Dr. Jerry Seville or Pastor Tommy Barnett said that there was uh, somebody uh, who said, I don't want that pastor saying there's going to eat all my chicken. I can't remember who it was. Oh, that was Jerry Seville. That was Dr. Jerry Seville, Dr. Seville. Dr. Jerry. So, you know, it's one of those he things. He said that fat pastor yeah. was eating all my chicken. And this is where a lot of Christians, because they've gotten rid of everything else, it's what's what's available to me? It's food. Comfort. It's comfort. Food. So they have taken food, and they don't even look at what they put in their bodies. You know, we're talking about consecration. One of the biggest things, here, Daniel. Let's go with Daniel. Let's go with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They ha- they did not have the same diet as everyone else. And it was pretty evident that their health and how they looked and their vitality flourished flourished to where they were noticeable. Right. If you are a Christian and you're, you're, you know, going to a meeting, you're like, yeah, praise God. And then you're running off to McDonald's and shoving three or four Big Macs in your mouth. Are you really treating your body like a temple? And then are you, you know, getting unhealthy to the point where, you know, you want to talk to somebody about Christ and they're looking at you like, well, you seem pretty unhealthy to me. Is this what Christ is going to do to me? Right. I know, bro. It's. I mean, I mean, speak towards that. It's a sensitive, it's a topic. sensitive issue in the states. It that's is for it's sure because food is idolized. That's why fasting is such a difficult thing in the but West. A powerful but it's a no- thing. Oh yeah, but it's a normal thing in other countries yep, where they don't sure idolize is. food. And I'm not, you know, there are people who who battle different weight issues, who battle diabetes that do, doesn't come from thyroid eating. problems. There are thyroid. My my family has some thyroid problems. The reality is, is that if you're praying for health, come behind your prayers. Watch what you put into your body. Right. You know, if you're drinking Pepsi and you're drinking Coca Cola, it can hurt you. Oh. It can cause harm, and it's actually proven. What gets me is when you go in the to the hospital because we do hospital visits. Mm-hmm. And you, you meet somebody, just had, you know, an operation that 
about their arteries or their veins or a heart attack, and they're drinking a Coke. A Which Coca-Cola. can clean a toilet. Huh? Those can actually clean toilets. Make they're them shine. A Coke. <laughs> or worse, they're drinking a Diet Coke. And that has, what is it, uh, carcinogens in it, if I remember correctly. I just know it's one way it's bad, besides the ingredients, is a mindset. There's a people that think, well, you know, yeah, I had two Big Macs, but I'll just have a Diet Coke to go with it because it'll help me balance out. And they're just drinking more poison. You you know, you could take a McDonald's burger and put it, on your shelf in your house, and 30 days later, it looks just the same as it did. Just like the commercials. Just delicious. <laughs> nice, shiny No, bun. but you know, how do, I, how do I phrase this? It's a process. It is It a goes process. back to being transformed by the renewing of your mind. When you understand, okay, I have health in the Lord Jesus Christ. When you understand I'm an ambassador, and even more so, when you start to understand and going through this process it's of... Touchy subject. I, it is. It is. Um but when you understand my body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, I'm an ambassador, I'm walking around talking about healing, and yet I have all these issues, I want to come behind my prayers. Yeah. Do you know how many things I'm sure you prayed for, I prayed for, where it's like, let me come behind my prayers in action. Let and me put it, faith. Let me put a- action to my faith here. You know, the first, the first way to get help in anything is you've got to admit, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta admit that you have a problem. And we love if I mean, you don't believe yeah. you have a problem or you excuse your problem, you're not gonna do anything about it until you land in the hospital and you need a new heart. Mm-hmm. And that, that's sad. It's sad. And uh, like it you is. say, we're not trying to condemn anybody. No. Um, I mean, when I when I was 187 pounds, mm-hmm. I looked at myself and I said, "Cause you said, where am I?" Well, I said, this is not, this isn't right. I said, there's something going on here. I've obviously replaced my cigarettes, my addictions with food. Yes, I have the word of God, but I don't, I don't think this is right. I'm supposed to be a representative of Christ. Let me say this, because because of that, you made me think of our friend Todd. I won't say his last name. Uh, my friend Todd, who I've known since he was a kid, he battled off and on uh, depression and discouragement. Mm-hmm. For years, as a Christian, spirit-filled mm-hmm. Christian, he battled that, and uh, now he's like, he—he he, of course he got his uh, Jesus touched him on the twenty-one day fast a year ago, January, and it wasn't the guest speaker, and it wasn't you, and it mm-hmm. wasn't me, mm-hmm. and it wasn't his wife and kids. Although our prayers, I know, helped sustain him, mm-hmm. I believe that, but it was when he consecrated himself, and he went on a. One meal a day fast, didn't eat till after six o'clock, never cheated for 21 days. And his deliverance didn't come the first seven, first 14, the first 20. It was on the 21st day after the fast ended at 6 p.m. that he got his deliverance. Mm-hmm. And But in the meantime, while he was battling all that, he said, I, I, wanted, I, I just wanted to die. I just wanted to go home and be with the Lord. And uh, at one point had more severe thoughts than that. But he said, I get heavier and heavier because now he's lost like 60 pounds. And he said, I guess in the back of my mind, I was thinking, you know what? I'm just going to eat myself to death. 
I'm just going to eat until mm-hmm. I go be with the Lord. So I don't know. It just, it, it's a tough thing. And no, it, it, is, it is a tough thing. You know, I had uh, half of my family's Jewish, half of them are Italian. I had it's a, a great mixture. Loud people, hairy people, but <laughs> <laughs> love them all. They're great people. Um, Rich people with spaghetti. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Accountants giving spaghetti. No, okay. Anyway, um, so point is my, my grandfather, he had like triple bypass. He had he was obese. Like he was a large man. He was a, um, a butcher at a deli. Like how many pounds overweight would you say? I don't even know. He was very, very overweight. Over 200? Oh, easily. Uh-huh. Like probably closer to three. Okay. But I, I loved him. He was a great part of my life. But there was a portion of his life where he just could not. He could barely walk anymore. Going from it's his, sad. From, I know from you see it every day. And I would come in. And I'd talk to him. I'd hang out with him in my teen years before he before he passed. He was a Christian. Let yeah. me be clear. He was. He yeah. was a child of God. I actually have his Bible with all the highlighted stuff. I've looked at it, and it's great. It's a great heirloom that I get to have. But regardless of that, one of the reasons he ate so much, even though he read the Word, even though he prayed, even though he, he never invited the Lord in, the Lord in to. An area. His eating habits. His eating habits. Why was he eating that way? Well, a big portion of that came from his father. A big portion of that came from his brother. A big portion of that came from how his family treated him. And he never invited the Lord in to heal his broken heart on that to where you're going to the root of why he was eating that way. He got diabetes from that. He had to have, he had an enlarged heart from that. All that because he never invited the Lord into that area for healing. Two things I want to do before we close. Uh, because you, you said it right there. He never invited the Lord. I invite you into this area of my life. Lord, help me take control of that. Why is this happening? And Lord? the Lord would, would, yeah. will, will help you, right? That's yeah. consecration. And if you don't know, why am I doing right. this? Consecrate that part of your life mm. to the Lord. You know, Lord, I consecrate to ask him for help. I've, I've heard testimony after testimony of people, you know, not that, Lord, let me sleep and wake up and I'm 40 pounds lighter. All right. Somebody in the world, that's probably happened to. I want to hear that testimony. Yeah. I, but <laughs> what did you I, do I, I, exactly? I would want it it. That's what I would want. Yeah, but yeah. I do know the Lord loves us. Yes. And the Lord is for us and not against us. Mm-hmm. And he wants to help us, whether it be with drugs, smoking, alcohol, yep. obesity, mm-hmm. uh, a lying tongue, uh, whatever it would gossip. Harsh tongue. Yeah. Gossip. Whatever yeah. it would be. The Lord wants so if you, but the first thing you got to do is recognize, you know what? I need the Lord's help in this. I need, and then you got to humble yourself and consecrate and go to him. He already knows it. He's not going to go, oh, I didn't know that about you. <laughs> no, he already knows it. So the, the other thing is I want to put a, a uh, something that may help people. That's good. Uh, we like doing that. Well, a few years ago, <laughs> a few years ago, and I'm going to say like, Six, seven years ago, my middle son, John, came to me. I was 219 pounds, and I'm five foot seven. And John, my son, came to me, put his hand on my shoulder, and he said, Dad, I'm concerned about you. I mean, I got pictures. My, my face just looked like a, Cleo always makes fun of me. I said I looked like a pumpkin with a face drawn on it. And uh, I saved that picture for a while. I had it in my drawer. Of course, when I look at it, I almost want to throw up. Uh, but he comes. Is that to me. how you got thinner? I hope not. <laughs> he, 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 he put his hand on my shoulder. Gosh. And he said, Dad, and not that my other family members weren't 
concerned they were. But he broke the ice and he came and said, Dad, I'm concerned about you. And so uh, he got me involved in an exercise program. And then I watched, and this is the whole point of this, I watched a documentary. It's old now. I say old, 10, 12 years, called yep. Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. It's on YouTube. It's free. Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. It's by a guy named Joe Cross from Australia. And there's two of them. Huh? There's two. There's the first one, and there's the second one. Yeah, the first one's better. Always yes, watch the first one first. The first movie's always better. The it's first, true. Anyway, it's better. And uh, how he, he he was a pretty wealthy guy, but uh, he came over to America. He decided for sixty days, I'm going to do nothing but juice. I, he bought himself a juicer, the Breville, not juicer. a blender, a juicer. Bought himself a juicer. Kept bought himself a little pickup. And uh, he would travel America for like the first half, first 30 days, and then the other 30, I think he spent in Australia. But he would just juice for 30 days. Morning, noon, night, didn't matter how many times. He would just vegetables, strawberries, apples, kale, all of that stuff. He would just juice it and drink it. Sometimes he would pull over on the side of the road when, like when he's driving through uh, the, you know, New Mexico or something, there'd be these... Uh, People on the side, you know, selling tomatoes and yeah, whatever. Yeah. And that's all in the video. And, it's and they all look inspiring. delicious, by the way. And he was on <laughs> 10 different types of medication. Yep. Yep. And at the end of those 60 days, I think he was off of nine of them. There we go. Nine of them. And uh, I think the last... <laughs> there's two of them. <laughs> and I think the last one, he was finally able to get off of... Like within a week or two. Yep. But he had his he had it monitored by a physician. Yep. Or yep. a nurse. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, really, the whole point of this is what are you putting in? Like there, if you go and you look at the store, it's like, all right, well, I'm looking at this and I look at the ingredient list, and it looks like a like a little booklet versus an ingredient list that's about yay big. Which is what it you'll find in Europe. Europe won't. Oh, yeah. Europe does not allow uh, additives. Yep. What else we call them? Additives oh, my God. and. Uh, um, what is that cameraman? What is that we call uh, oh my gosh, that I sustains right food? Uh, conservatives. Is yes, it conservatives? Yes. yes. Preservatives. 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 All right. Conservatives. We had conservatives, Republicans to the mix. No. They do. They do make things last yeah, longer sometimes. Uh, <laughs> so they had. There are additives yes. and preservatives in our food yep. that is actually illegal. In other oh, parts yeah. of the world. When I was a missionary, their potatoes, yeah. their milk would go bad in like two days. So yeah. good. The best milk and I've ever had And you didn't gain weight from it. Well, I had a lot of milk. So, <laughs> to be fair. Okay, I've talked to people <laughs> who would say they would go to yeah. some European country mm -hmm. and they would eat <laughs> as much as they would eat here. Yep. Only because there's no additives and preservatives, at the end of the week, they actually lost weight. Yeah, I, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. A lot. But here in America, they just... No, no. Just and like the, your, your Thanksgiving turkey that they pump full of stuff <laughs> that makes you fart, <laughs> makes you sleepy. That's tryptophan. Is that what it is? Yeah, tryptophan makes you sleepy. It makes you sleepy. I like gives to know you the gas, fart part. Gives you bloated. No, you bloated. I don't know about the farting. I'm not aware of that one. I actually don't even like turkey. Kind of like some Chinese food. You know, you eat. Oh, that's MSG and then like right there. Hour and a half later, you're hungry again. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But here, here, here. And you're we, bloated. I, I want to make sure that we're clear here because we got to wrap this up. But we're not bringing up. We never. We didn't bring up alcohol. We didn't bring up. Um, 
you know, over eating eating. habits and over eating. Because I could, I could what use an eat. easy, I could lose an easy twenty-five well, pounds. Well, <laughs> we all could, easy, we all could but... be healthier. But the whole point is, if you see something that makes you less of an ambassador, less of a representative, less of you know, causing a weaker brother to stumble, less potent for the for the for the kingdom, Useful. less of a tool, less yeah. of a use for Jesus Christ. We're not going. Here you go. Look at you. You're disgusting. You alcoholic. You know. No. It's hey. Do you recognize something? Do you bring it to your brothers and sisters, or your brothers, or someone trusted? And you go, hey, I, I'd, I'd like some help, because we can. You know, you can actually get help from yeah. the word, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But you have brothers and sisters who go, hey. You Sometimes know what? you need that extra support. You need that support. You but, do. And the whole purpose of it is not again to shame you because we're not trying to fat shame or alcohol shame shame or condemn we're we're simply saying how much you want to be used by the lord how how you know (laughs) one of the biggest reasons why again going back to daniel going back to the people of god they looked different they acted different they they did things differently and as people of god we are called to act and look different we are called to exhibit the traits of our father in heaven that's what Jesus did. That's why he's so appealing. And we need to consecrate ourselves. And consecrate ourselves. So, yeah, if you if you are a sipping saint like I used to be, if you uh, have a eating issue because you haven't got you don't have any other vices, we encourage you consecrate yourselves. Consecrate. Ask yourself, does this have a hold? Does this have a hold on me? Can I get rid of this? Can I change this? And if you can't. You ask for the Lord's help if you see that there's a problem. Invite the Lord into that. Exactly right. Jesus, I have a problem with, and whatever it is, I ask you to come into that, all of my life, but specifically that part of my life, and help me overcome. Because he wants you to overcome. Oh, yeah. He's an overcomer, and he lives in you. He wants you to overcome. And you'd be surprised how much healing you may get asking the Lord, hey, help me with this. He might go, well, you know what comes from this? is this, mm-hmm. your childhood. You know what comes from this is your wife leaving you, mm-hmm. your husband leaving you. Sometimes there are triggers. Yeah, 100%. And uh, identify those triggers at times. And But the power of God. Power of God, trigger or not, yep. is real. And we know this is controversial. And again, we, we love every single person. We want you to be as impactful as the Lord intended you to be. We want that for you, whoever that is, whether it be in our church whether it be out whoever's listening, we want right. people to be as potent as they can for the kingdom. And there are people, I know in our church, I can't name names, but we have at least one, two, three, three people that work with um, programs. Oh, yeah. You know, that will... Bring people along. Yeah, to help you get a, a jump start, a boost start on you know, getting con- your weight can control and things like that. But, you know, it, what, what gets you is like we've had people like when we were doing uh, P90X and drinking. Oh, my gosh, I'll drinking, never do that again. And drinking Shakeology. <laughs> and so, of course, now Shakeology is not going to taste like a Runza milkshake. <laughs> and for those who don't know, Runza is this thing in Nebraska that I'll never try. Okay. It's not going to taste like a McDonald's milkshake. Um you know, because you're a sissy. But That's anyway, right. um, so people will drink those shakes, take a sip and go, well, I don't like that. That that doesn't taste, you know, pleasant to me. What does Paul say? Physical training is of some benefit. Yes. Discipline. 
Discipline your spiritual life, discipline so your gonna, physical life. you're going to push that away and yeah. keep what could give you a heart attack? Keep what could clog your arteries? And I have said this to many loved ones who have some habits that will go against their health. I've said, how long do you want to be on this earth and preach the word of God? Because that depends on you. Depends on the day, man. I've said... <laughs> <laughs> what kind of milkshake was it? <laughs> anyway. Chocolate. <laughs> we hope this uh, blessed you. And again, yes. uh, we're not, you know, we were going to name our podcast earlier, Let's Get Uncomfortable. Yeah. Because we were going to. Hit all kinds of controversial topics. But this one, in a society where they say fat shaming, that this is not fat shaming. This is not fat shaming. You know, there is science. No, we love you. Yeah. And we care about you. We really do. And uh, if you uh, want to email us, take it away. <laughs> if you want to email us complaints, uh, please no. don't. Or ask advice. You know, <laughs> or hey, ask advice. What if are you actually these do, other, yeah, If you have an issue, what are these programs you recommend? <laughs> yeah, if you if you're wanting to have a little bit of guidance as to where to go, whether it be for um, you know drinking, whether it be for uh, gluttony, whether it even be for your mouth. You know, there's all kinds of things, even for cursing and stuff like that. I mean, the word of God. God's power is not limited at all. Right. It can literally just, but it depends on how open you are to the Lord doing his work in you. Uh, but if you want a little bit more of, I guess, say, coming alongside, what would you call that? Coming alongside, uh, guidance, help, help whatever. Uh, comfort. Um, uh, yeah. A coach. Yeah. Even though we're not coaches. Email ask, A-S-K-T-W-O-M-I-K-E-S at gmail.com. Uh, email us, and we'll try to give you some of those uh some guidance, you know, some directive of where you can go. Um, but there are people that I know who have been delivered of alcohol, who have been mm -hmm. delivered of overeating, and then there are people that have to walk through it with Christ, leaning on Christ all the way and disciplining their bodies. And, and with a, a support person. Correct. There, right. There's no there's shame no, in that. There's no shame in that, and there's no, like, you know, God knows you. He knows you. He knows what you need. So we love you. We hope this blessed you, and we hope you hurt our hearts in this because really— Though it's controversial, it's not to be controversial. No, it's not. So, yeah. You want to take us out? I'll just say this is Pastor Mike saying we love you. Thank you for watching. And this is Pastor Michael. Bless you. We love you. What's we got prayer. And <laughs>